we're recording. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> shit. She just hits record and doesn't tell nobody. Right, that's what I she do. She does us. I do that. Because <laughs> that way you guys are just talking and you guys are not I trying know, to like. It sounds like real, Like right? real. Like, like okay. we've been talking. talking. Well, Action. fuck me. I'm prepared <laughs> this Five, time. Four, three, two. Like, I can't. I get no. nervous, and I just forget how to talk. Right. Well, fuck the editing part. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Modern Day Mujeres. This is Liz. <laughs> 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 well, on and this, this is Mel. Sorry, I didn't okay, say Okay, yeah. Well, the other bitch that's on the <laughs> podcast with me, y'all know it's two of us. Um, well, today we have some special guests. I think you've heard the unfamiliar voices. We love having on other podcasts, and today we have some special guests from Café con Monse y Pamela. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what we're doing. I know, because you said, yeah, I heard you say Monse, and I was like, fuck, was I supposed to say that? Was I supposed to say Pamela? <laughs> Well, thank you, ladies, thank for you joining for being us. Here. Thank you for having us. Now, we really do not get to really like connect with a lot of podcasts. I don't know if maybe it's like now we're coming into it, and so it's very like unsure. It's very like we hope we vibe. We mm-hmm. hope like we're here to support all podcasts out there. And for I know sure. Dallas has a very minimal like reach to it, mm-hmm. but we're we're gonna work on that. We're gonna do better, and I think that's what we're here with we're these all ladies. Community here, exactly. Yes. Right? yes. So for sure, thank you guys for joining us. Oh, thank you for having us. Yeah. I'm so excited. what got you guys started on Cafe con Monte Um We were just sad <laughs> one day, and then we were like, because we were sad separately, and then one time we like opened up to each other. We're like, wait. We're both sad. Like, I wonder if there's more people out there that don't have an outlet. So then we started it as an outlet. And we just, I don't know, our goal was to no. just get other people more comfortable with being in their feelings. And, yeah. and I we, love that. Yeah. Same. Right. <laughs> I, got, I got a fellow, like, a bitch in her feels, and then I'm, like, low-key bitch in my feels. So it's like, <laughs> let's make a podcast. Like, yes. Pulling everything out of Liz. I'm like, give it to me. I'm I like, no, that feelings. is me with her. Like, when we if, first met. If you're ready to cry, you go to a cancer. You oh, go to this yeah, bitch. for <laughs> fucking sure. Like, she's already a crier, but, like, when we met, it's yeah. like, I was like, come on, let it out. Yeah, I was trying to be, like, Miss Little Tough Virgo, you know? Like, nah, I don't fucking cry. I don't got feelings. Then she starts crying, and I'm like, fuck, I have feelings. And I have not been able to, like, put a cap on it ever since. So here I am now. Because when we first met, I guess we put up a front that we were, like, happy go, like, just happy all the time. Yeah. And then we were really going through it. And then I think one day I just broke down, and she's like, me too. And then we just Same. and we talk a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're like, might as well record it. Might as well hear our voices. I like listening to my own voice. Yeah. <laughs> At first I did it, but then I was like, oh, I, like, I like. I'm like cute. Hey. <laughs> okay, little, she's funny yeah, or like whatever. Lamar moment here. <laughs> It's the same thing how I felt. I was like, okay, she funny or whatever. We used to listen back to episodes over and over again. Like, damn, that was funny. (laughs) (laughs) And then like now, like our listeners would be like, you need to make that a freaking sticker. A A sticker or a sound or like merch. And I'm like, bet, I got y'all. Because I'd be saying some stupid shit and y'all still here. (laughs) So how long have y'all had your podcast? Barely um, a couple months. Yeah, we're like on our, what, 17th episode? Yeah. 20 something actually yeah. oh yeah we're a baby yeah. <laughs> we're, we just well, started you. It, we wanted to start it a couple years ago but like w- one thing happened or this thing happened so then i think quarantine happened mm-hmm. we bought our mics in march and then we kind of just 
we fell off. Like, uh, I think she was going through a breakup, and I was working a lot. <laughs> she was going through a breakup, and then... Um, Spoiler alert. Right? <laughs> this was back in, like, this is last year. I was going through my hot girl summer. Hey. But I didn't have my girls. That was just me. <laughs> it was just... I was uh, running wild in the street. It was a hot girl summer. <laughs> yeah, like, man. Yeah, because well, it was COVID, so we were working yeah. a lot, and then she, uh, yeah. she couldn't. We couldn't. I was. I work in the. I used to work in the education world. So the kids were in summer. I was in summer. So I have nothing to clock in for tomorrow. So I don't give a fuck if it's Monday. I'm gonna go drink. Yeah. And they're like, I work at seven. Yeah. I'm like, mm. <laughs> sounds Sucks for like you. Sounds like a personal problem. I'll see you then. <laughs> so bad. Well, I love how you guys shared with us that you are. 20 something Latinas <laughs> who love coffee and trying to figure out their lives through podcasts. Mm -hmm. They came in with coffee. Yeah. They sure <laughs> did. And I'm over here on brand. And I'm yeah. over here when I'm almost fucking, fucking white party. Because <laughs> <laughs> when there's claws, there's no laws. So. <laughs> Can y'all tell me my 30s, bitch? Oh, <laughs> just kidding. It's Aries season. Burr, 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 burr. Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> well, speaking on breakups and bullshit, that's all my 20s were. Oh. That's all my 20s were, were bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and now, let me tell you, it gets better. It gets better. You are barely living. Y'all are babies. Y'all are barely living. So yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> still hot girl summer, right? Even right. if it's like, <laughs> you know what? Depressing. But I admire that you, like, are okay with your feelings oh yeah a hundred percent i think that's something we preach about like mm -hmm. don't hide it just like put it out there mm -hmm. like what are you gonna lose exactly yeah. at the end of the day you hurt yourself the more you hold shit in because one day you're gonna just break down and it's not gonna be able to that one thing you're gonna start thinking back to the very first time you held something back and mm -hmm. then it burn, and yep. then you go downfall mm -hmm. yeah so mm -hmm. i like to deal with my stuff as they come and just express it and i'll be good mm -hmm. yep so how long was that relationship before the breakup happened? Okay, so I have two breakups. <laughs> Y'all want to talk about my toxic one? Cause let's talk about the toxic yeah, one. Yeah, let's, that one. let's start with that one. Because we're a little bit toxicas over here. <laughs> Y'all know what I mean. Algo leve. Um, that relationship was four years long. Mm. Is that the one that kind of triggered all these feelings? Oh, yeah. yeah. That one showed me a lot of what I thought I needed and then whenever we were going through it I was going through the motions I was like it's just it has to be fine right because like let's see damn I have to <laughs> think back into my files bro <laughs> <laughs> we're you know, digging here. we're digging I'm like I got it though I got it um growing up I like lived in a household where my dad would like beat on my mom mm -hmm. or like I never saw love so I didn't know what love was so a guy comes in and I'm like depressed because my mom passed away, mm -hmm. right? So man, I was going through it. And that was like the first little shiny thing that came my way. So I was like, I love him. And I thought I'd like I thought that's what love was because as long as he's not beating me, then I'm already doing better than what my parents were, you know? Right. So with that, like it was um, damn, like my family, my sisters and stuff, they don't know what I what I went through because I wasn't gonna open up and let them know like he was being this way or doing this to me. But he would like pay my bills. He would like always be like, no, you don't. If you don't want to work, you don't gotta work. And like doing all this stuff for me. So mm -hmm. on the outside looking in, they're like, damn, she got it good. Mm -hmm. And in my head, I would be like, I do. Like I'm mm -hmm. fine. Like I'm good. Mm -hmm. But he was like cheating on me. He would throw shit. Anytime he was mad, he would break walls. He would he. 
he did put his hands on me. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I don't know, that's the relationship that really like fucked me up. Yeah. Nasty. Yeah. And that's so that's so crazy that you say that because I know me and Mel were literally just talking about this before you guys walked in through the door. That what we see in our homes ultimately kind of is what we project out to the world, mm-hmm. right? If we see love, we know love. If we see hate or like violence, that's all we know. Or the kind know. of love or that the kind you think of, it should be. Right. Like, yeah. you know, say your parents are always fighting or they're very codependent on each other, mm-hmm. that you feel that your next relationship or your relationship with your partner should be very dependent on each mm-hmm. other. Exactly. Like, we are always going to be together. There's nobody else but us. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's not healthy. Yeah. But that's what we know. So that's exactly. what we're going to convince ourselves like, yeah. that yeah. it's okay because... And I think that's so very broadly, like, sought out in, like, for example, like, the Latino or Hispanic community that Mm -hmm. we have to stick it through because these are the values we've taught. And we got to stick it through because if you failed at this, like, it makes you less of... And or I you have to stick it through because he takes care of you, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And you're dependent on him, but it's mm-hmm. like, no, we don't have, we don't have to put up with shit like that. Yeah. Exactly. And then, <laughs> and, that's exactly. It, and that's like that double, that's that double-edged <clears throat> sword, or like almost that double standard into like what a woman should be as to what a woman is. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I think a lot of that does happen through generation and generational mm-hmm. traumas that we experience and we don't see it when we're kids because it's the normal. Yeah. But then you go on to this grueling, cruel world and you're like, wait. That wasn't right. That wasn't right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. like what, what I've seen is not what they're doing, no. but mm-hmm. they're doing something completely. So like being accepting and like coming into like, a relationship as like a child not as like it's almost like that that inner child that you have mm-hmm. yeah if you haven't learned to like express that like love and acceptance for like you didn't know what you were going through you didn't know that like this was traumatic then you can't grow up and like realize that now you're not a child anymore and you need to like almost like say like i forgive you mm-hmm. for like almost like taking on to think that that's normal that getting hurt or getting um said mean words or like being any of any way violent or like Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. i guess quote unquote the normal is isn't something that you should like continue on with Mm -hmm. and i think that's like that inner child work that like you go through as an adult and you're like okay i have to forgive myself for thinking this is normal because Mm -hmm. it's not or like and it's an ongoing work um, when did, like, for you, when did you express, or when did you, like, realize, like, I need to, like, cut I it off, cut like, it move off. on? Um, <laughs> so, I got cheated on, like, five times, mm-hmm. but, again, well, I lived with him, and I was young, so I couldn't just, like, dip, and I don't have the best relationship with my dad, and then my older sisters, they already have, like, sus esposos, their kids, like, they mm-hmm. have their, like, their lives, you know, and I felt like I couldn't just barge in and be like, hey, I need help, mm-hmm. um, the, like the very last time I was like this is not okay he um he fucked up that's some other way and he was like let me make shit right with you like I'm gonna try like you're gonna see like the most different thing and I did mm-hmm. he started bringing me he did this whole thing that um he would bring me a vase of flowers and anytime one dies he would go to 7-eleven and replace that one flower mm-hmm. so it was like never ending flowers we would go on dates. It was great. Like, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I guess this last time, like, si le caló. Mm. And he was like, I'm going to start going out with your friends, blah, blah, blah. So we did. We went to a game night with my friends. Mm-hmm. And he tried to fuck one of my friends while I was in the house, drunk as fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I found out the next day 
And then I was just like, fuck you, I'm done. And I, like, grabbed my shit and I left. Why do you think that par- that time was different than the other times? Was it because it was a friend or it was just, like, you It was enough? a co-worker. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that. The, all the other times, it was somebody he met at a bar. Mm-hmm. Or somebody that I don't even know the name of. Mm-hmm. Like, stuff like that. So I was like, the fact that this is somebody that... I know and mm-hmm. that I like trust and stuff because she didn't do nothing with it. Mm-hmm. She was just like, whoa, you know, and the next day since we were all drunk and we were at a house where there were kids, she didn't want to tell me like right there and then because she knows me. Like, I'd be getting yeah. lit as fuck. I would have <laughs> been like, shut the fuck. Like, you know, I would start throwing shit. So she was like, I didn't want to cause the scene. Um, so, like, I'm sorry I'm telling you the next day, but this happened. He tried this, this, and that. And I was like, oh my God. Like, it was just. Just too that, much. Mm-hmm. That was like disrespectful as fuck. It's one thing to fuck somebody like like yeah. you cheat on me with somebody from a bar. It's not right. Okay, it's not right. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that it's somebody I work with, like somebody I would bring around a lot and right. like stuff like that. Yeah. And it put you in a hard yeah. place to oh, like yeah. go to this person that you work with and being like, Yeah, that's my man. Exactly. Yeah. And exactly. I feel like it just like hit her in the face and she's like But I it was a long time coming because she obviously from like the best friend looking in, it sucks. Mm-hmm. to see your friend go through that because you can only say so much and at the end of the day they're going to do what they're going to mm-hmm. want to do and yep. it took me a while to learn that like mm-hmm. it sucks seeing your friend cry and just like get destroyed you know mm-hmm. so then um i learned that i just have to be there for her yeah. not necessarily say anything just yeah. be there and just make sure he doesn't put his hands on her because that's when obviously you would uh, mm-hmm. intervene but she wasn't saying anything I would but, <laughs> but um <laughs> But uh, she was slow. I feel like in her mind, she was slowly, like, breaking up with him. I was mentally checked out. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like she didn't leave him because she was like, well, this is what I know, and Mm -hmm. this is where I'm comfortable. Right. You know, and he was her safe net when she didn't have anything. Her safe net was her mom. Mm -hmm. So once her mom was gone, she didn't have anything. Mm -hmm. And then then slowly, I guess that, like, like a a switch flipped that day that happened. She was like, I'm done. I was like. Really? Like, that was the first time I believed it. Do you feel it. like it was more, like, the embarrassment of having, like, a coworker or a friend know that he was doing that? I think she was angry. It was, <laughs> I didn't even feel, him. like, whenever she told me, I was like, oh, go figure. Like, it didn't even, I was more upset, angry, than sad. Like, mm-hmm. you weren't phased at the fact of his actions, no. but, like, you were more at, like, the actions of that someone else knew what you knew. Yeah, like, it's just, like, bro, because uh, there was a lot of shit that would happen, and I would just keep it between us two, you know? Like, right. I'd be like, I'm going to go through this shit alone. Like, it's fine. But the fact that people were, like, checking in on me, because, I mean, as a coworker, like, she's going to go to her, like, the other coworkers. Everybody's going to know. So, like, in a group chat, they're like, Perla, are you okay? And I'm like, man, like, fucking shit. I'm like, I'm fine. Like, fuck. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't sad. Like, whenever we broke up, I felt relieved. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like I needed that push. Like, I was already at the cliff, and I was just, like, on my tippy toes, and, like, should I jump? Should I jump? And he, like, boop. So yeah. I wasn't sad. I was just so angry at the fact that, like, you were doing so good, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I think as women, we mentally check out that way. Oh, yeah. Because we hold yeah. on for so long, hoping that they'll change. He said he's going to change. And, like, we were already checked out already. Mm-hmm. Like, we're slowly checking out. And it's, yeah. like... Once that happens, we're done. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. there's no going back. You cannot win me back. We're done. It's yeah. cut off. Literally. And yeah. I and I think I've said that before. And I think in a previous episode where I've had like my mom tell me, it's like every time you forgive him, 
you love him a little less. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. And so by the time that he's all he's he's wanting to come in a hundred and ten percent and he's already fucked up so many times and you've forgiven him, every time you said, I forgive you, I forgive you, I forgive you, like as a woman, you mentally check out. Mm-hmm. And then when it just comes to the affection, you like it's like so hard to believe it's real. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's like that final blow, like you have to find that like find, exit you route. You fucking build up resentment, like don't fucking look at me. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then bitch, I'm pulling receipts from April twenty three. Ten years ago. Uh, ten like, years remember ago. you said this ten years ago? You called me fat? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's fuck you. over. It's and he's like, oh. What the fuck? I'm like, Yeah, fucking receipts bitch like, <laughs> we, we used to live together and we, i broke up and it was like a fucky fuck you bye and i right. think i went out to like brunch that day or something like i was just like i'm gonna live my life fuck this and i'm gonna come back later for my shit i go back and he like he didn't even pack my shit mm-hmm. he dead ass just like put everything in the kitchen not even like the littlest shit bro like i had a pencil that was mine he put it in the kitchen like mm-hmm. or my bed in the kitchen and like I walked in, I Dang, think you he got wanted a kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> it was an open floor plan. <laughs> open floor plan. It was nice. It was pretty big. <laughs> um, and then I like he wanted a reaction out of me. I went in and I was like, "This is the most inconvenient shit you've ever done." And he was like, "Go put them back in their place." And I was like, "No, I'm gonna go get boxes, and you're gonna put them in the boxes." Because mm-hmm. he just wanted me to like fight him, and at that point, I just didn't give a fuck anymore. Right. And I was like. This is inconvenient, but it's okay. It's by the door. I can just get the fuck out faster then. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thanks. And like when we broke up, that's the last time I saw him mm-hmm. that day that like, he wanted like, that reaction out of me. Because whenever I went back for my stuff, I made sure he wasn't going to be home. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't get that goodbye that he wanted. Because yeah. every time we said goodbye, that's when they suck you back in. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. They're like, yeah. you're crying and he's crying. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't get last words. I'm like, fuck you. And for you, Pamela, I've been in your place. Yeah. I've been the best friend that's had to pull my best friend out mm. of like the fucking ashes. And I'm like, bitch, we are gonna like rise up because mm-hmm. that's yeah. who the fuck we are. Like, get the fuck up. Yeah. What are we gonna do? Where am I dropping you off? Like, I had to like. T- at that time, he was my boyfriend. Now he's my husband. I was like, I'm borrow your truck. I gotta go move some shit. Mm-hmm. And if. <laughs> I got to call you from the Dallas Police Department. Come bail me loud. <laughs> and he's like, fuck. He's like, but don't get my truck towed. <laughs> so do what you need to yeah. do. <laughs> and so I just remember, I was like, babe, no questions. Let me borrow your truck. He's mm-hmm. like, all right. And having to pull my best friend out of like the worst situation of her life and having to be there for her, knowing this was going to happen and knowing the unfolding of it. How did you come, like, come around and being like, I'm here because I know like sometimes they, yeah. they'll push you away. Oh yeah. You're still there. Yeah. Like how was that for you? Her, she's a very big um she I'm doing myself. Yes. Mm-hmm. She thinks that she can do everything. She can. I can. She can. I did. But she she thinks she can do everything by herself mm-hmm. and she doesn't want anybody's help. Right. So that was it took a long time to let her I'm, I'm t- that's why I'm saying we fell off for a couple months. Yeah. Cuz she was like, "No. No. Like she didn't want any she doesn't want anybody to see her weak." Yeah. And it's just like, bro, you're not weak. Right. You just, yeah. a boy just came and caught you off guard and that's it. And that's yeah. okay. And mm-hmm. I'm only human. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it just took us a couple months. Like, I feel like it was a lot of miscommunication too. Like, we didn't talk for, a, we would talk maybe what, once a month? Yeah, 
it was like four months that I just dipped off. Yeah, and then um, she, we just didn't talk, and it like it hurt. I, we were both hurting because it was more like I'm gonna let her be because I know if I keep pushing and pushing and pushing, she's gonna fucking leave. She's gonna pull yeah. back. Yeah. Pull so back. She, so I was like, I can't push. I can't force anything. Mm-hmm. And then one day she's just like. Uh, she texted me. She's like, we need to hang out. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And then she's like, we need to start this podcast now. I was like, I'm, let's, I've been waiting. Let's do this. <laughs> Literally after months of me not talking, I was like, okay, I'm back. Yeah. And <laughs> then record. And then I felt like everybody's, obviously everybody's different. So right. I felt like I had to learn how to, I guess, her love language. So we, I had to learn how to be there and support her. And then once we started that podcast, I don't know, what was it dinner? We went to dinner and we just let all our feelings out. Yeah, and then from there she started to heal. Cause she she went about it at the beginning, trying to like um, not feel her feelings. But she wanted to isolate. Yeah, she wanted to isolate, and she was just hanging out with the other people. And she's just like, you know what? Because those people they knew her story, but they didn't really know it. Mm-hmm. So and that it worked she, in my yeah interest. because she didn't have to talk about her feelings. Right. You know, she just had to be her. Yeah, yeah. and that's fine because I did that. And then she, I told her later on, I was like, you helped me get out of my breakup. Like, you, she didn't even know that I was going through a breakup, but she helped me get out of it, not even knowing me. <laughs> so um, that's what I did. I just waited. I just waited. I was patient, and I let her come to me because that's what you have to do. You can't go to her because she's going to be like, no, leave me alone. Yeah. So then from there, obviously, the healing started, and um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You just have to wait. That, <laughs> that is, like, the perfect way or, like, that's a that's a good friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be there and be patient and mm-hmm. understanding that your friend is going through something yeah. and they're still going to be here regardless. Mm-hmm. There can be other people that just take that so personal yeah. that they forgot about me, they don't talk to me anymore, mm-hmm. forget her, fuck her, fuck yeah. her feelings, mm-hmm. let her be with that toxic ass man. You know, mm-hmm. there's people that are like that. Yeah. But for you to be understanding in mm-hmm. that situation, like that speaks volumes. Yeah. And those are the kind of friends that we all need. Like yeah. no matter what yeah. kind of shit we're all going through, mm-hmm. I'm going to support you no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you call me yeah. if he puts <laughs> his hands on you. <laughs> like, you call me when he puts his hands on you, bitch, I'll be there in five exactly. seconds. Exactly. We yeah. all putting it. Yeah. In my hands on <laughs> and and I and I can mm-hmm. feel you one hundred and ten percent because mm-hmm. the same way I fell out with my best friend mm-hmm. and you know through relationships and I'm like whenever she called me I'm here you mm-hmm. know she didn't talk to me all right like yeah. I'm still here and it was always that reassurement like okay we haven't talked in like two years I'm still here I'm still, you, I'm still your sure. friend mm-hmm. and again okay you're gonna leave him girl I got you yeah and you're you're going back to him okay girl like that's do fine. you exactly and that's a thing of being a true friend is mm-hmm. no matter who you are what you do it's your life mm-hmm. and I'm still gonna respect you exactly. 110 exactly. through it and I think those fuck-ups that our friends go through or like we go through mm-hmm. as persons doesn't define the friendship doesn't make you Mm -hmm. a bad friend doesn't make you i have friends that have gone through toxic relationships too where they've been abusive or anything like that Mm -hmm. and they stop talking to me but i never take it personal Mm -hmm. but i think for them they take it as man she's gonna judge me Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah you know Mm -hmm. she's gonna judge me because i keep going back to this man Mm -hmm. that i keep doing this and like i have to reassure her like yeah i don't care and i I told her that when we met like i i made it known because that is a thing you know we get Mm -hmm. so scared and i was like i don't care Mm -hmm. at at first i did and then i learned i was like i don't care at the end of the day all i want to see is i'm still here for you Mm -hmm. no matter what because i didn't have that when i went through my breakup my friends just like totally like left and they Girl, just same. were, yeah. So I didn't have that. 
And I'm a, a couple years er, older than Perla, so I didn't have that. So I felt like I was like, okay, this is exactly what I went through. So I just need to be patient and you wait know, her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've been in that position. The same thing happened with me and like when I left my, my uh, daughter's dad, I didn't have any friends because mm-hmm. I closed myself off because I was a teen mom. So mm-hmm. mind you, all my other friends are teens doing their teen things. Mm-hmm. Like they're doing what they're doing, but I had a whole ass family and I was a mom. Mm-hmm. So mind you, I had to, like, I felt like I had to isolate myself from them because we're not going through the same things. Mm-hmm. And once we came around the same circle, I was like, hey, I want to, I want to do hot girl shit. Like I want to be yeah. out here. And no, bitch, you married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is like, this is like early twenties Liz, like early, you know, teen Liz. But like now it's so different because I'll come, I came into it with a different mindset. And when my, my best friend was going through her breakup, I was like, all right, you, you break up. I'm here. You go back to him. I'm here. Mm-hmm. And when she finally took that leap and was like, all right, come pick me up all my shit. We're leaving. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bet like I left work. I was like, I got an emergency babe let me take your truck like we've barely been dating but if i fuck it up like whatever yeah um so it was like it was that moment when you really know like you're here to ride or die Mm -hmm. for your friends and i think that's the most important part of friendship is like no matter what like you're Mm -hmm. not gonna judge them and you're gonna be there yeah and i think like also for like you opening up and being vulnerable and saying like i'm going through some shit i think that's the most important Mm -hmm. part of like the courage that you have is to open up to your friend. How did you do that? How did you finally get the courage to be like, hey, don't judge me, but. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I, did I ever actually? Or you just were like, hey, be here, and she was like Yeah, there. like, mm-hmm. um, for that one, me, I got, okay, breakout number eight. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, that one, I never did. Like, I never opened up about it. It, it just kind of happened, and I did my shit. Like, I was, going out I was doing my own fucking thing and then I came back and I just said like hey I'm sorry I didn't talk to you and I'm sorry I did this but like let's just start anew you know because I feel like if I'm gonna be opening up and like crying about it I'm just letting it become a thing again Mm -hmm. you know so for me my best bet was let me just get through it alone I got it I'm fine and then once I was actually fine that's like I opened up and just mm-hmm. did my thing, but that one I did like keep shut in a closet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that really she, she didn't really cry about it. Because um, when we were talking about it, I feel like she cried so much during that relationship. She like I guess you could say mourned that relationship so much that by the time that it was over, it was more of a relief. She didn't for have her. it in. Her. She didn't have it it's in to cry. Of, it's part of our healing process mm-hmm. to. I mean, this is I'm speaking for myself because when I've gone through shit, mm-hmm. I go through it alone. Mm-hmm. And I feel everything that I need to feel. And then I'm able to go to my friends and be like, hey, this is what happened and this is how it made me feel. And mm-hmm. yeah, you don't cry anymore because I've already gone through that healing, like that exactly. grieving process mm-hmm. to grieve that relationship. Now I can talk about it freely and mm-hmm. feel okay with it mm-hmm. and my decision and the way that I was feeling. So you don't have this fucking depressed ass bitch on your floor <laughs> every night. So guess you know what? what? <laughs> So, yeah, it's just part of your healing process of grieving. You grieve by yourself. Mm-hmm. You go to your friends. You're able to talk about yeah. it. And then now you have this podcast where you're able to, like, just speak freely yeah. of your feelings. Yeah. As yeah. things happen, and that's something new that I learned after. Like, once I realized I might cry a little bit, but I might not. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I heard her say um, he was my safety net after yeah. my mom and so-and-so. But then once everything happened... I learned that she was my safety net. Aww. 
<laughs> yeah, I was like, at the end of the day, like, as long as I have Liz, like, my friends, like, I'm good. So I think once I started realizing that life isn't about who I'm going to wind up with or who I'm going to do this, it's about who I'm with that's going to get me there like exactly i need i I was always thinking into the future i was like i'm gonna do this so that later i can do this but i'm like i can't dwell on shit that hasn't even happened yet like i need to think of the present moment and the present moment like liz is my rock like i'm gonna focus my shit on liz and whoever comes in like that's cool too yeah so yeah like that's That's your partner (laughs) that's my little like that's my little soulmate (laughs) i love we always joke about it but it's true because Everybody in life, like, family is not, what's that one saying? Like, sangre, like, doesn't, like, blood doesn't matter. Like, right. shit like that. I was like, I found a way to make my own little family, and, like, that's who I'm. And, t- and for them to love you no matter what. Exactly. You know, yeah. it's easy for our family to be like, don't cry. You're crying over bullshit. Like, exactly. don't cry over him. Like, he is shit. But, like, to have your friends sit with you and just, like, coddle you and just yeah. hold you while you're mm-hmm. just feeling your feelings it's, it's, like, so, it's so it's a, different it's, right. it's yeah. such a different feeling yeah. and like i've told thing. my girlfriends this i'm like i would not have been able to survive covid if it wasn't for y'all yeah like yeah. Mm-hmm. i would not have been able to survive that whole year being isolated friends because i live by myself yeah you know like it's hard to just and even having this podcast to be able to like just share your feelings or something you're going through. Like you're at home by yourself all fucking day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like who do I talk to? Mm-hmm. This, this microphone. Who do I talk to? <laughs> Hi. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just a. It's a. It's therapeutic to have people that you can just speak to mm-hmm. and you know not judge you. Mm-hmm. Like they don't exactly. judge me. Like we just we crack jokes all the time or you know we give shit to each other. I was saying, right. We'll talk shit, but yeah. like and, and they like yeah. really understand yeah. me. Yeah. They like. Cause I have a really dark humor <laughs> and it's like really bad. And if I say that in front of anybody else, they'd be like, what the fuck? She's going through. Oh, something. same. And then my same. friends are like, <laughs> like yeah, oh, same. yeah. there's just certain things that you can yeah. handle from each other. Each other. Yeah. 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 And I, and I think that, that, that speaks volumes for a friendship because coming into it, you all want to connect one another you mm-hmm. all want to have something that you vibe on that you can kind of have an understanding on each other and you can't always be on the same page you Mm-mm. can't always be like thinking the same right because yeah. where's your individuality yeah, right sure. yeah. yeah um but like for you liz what was like the most um there is another liz so i'm not talking to myself <laughs> like wait that is Liz um for you how important was it for you to like after she left to keep her on the track to not fall back into that like what did you have to do to be like bitch no um I felt like not telling her not to do it okay because if you say it and then you bring it up it's gonna it's gonna plant a seed it Mm. becomes a thing in my head again yeah Mm. so Mm -hmm. i felt like if i just didn't bring it up unless she wanted to bring it up Mm -hmm. sometimes i would make comments you know like "Mm, we're not gonna do that yeah (laughs) and like when she when she tries to be toxic i'm like "Mm, should you should we let's think about it and then just because you don't obviously you have to be there and 
and I'm not, what's it called? I'm not, what is it? Like, you're not judging her. I'm not judging her. Right. And you I'm, gotta be like a little bit of a voice of a reason. Because yeah. Because yeah. Mel's my voice of reason. Like, no, we're not gonna fight everybody. But if we have to, I guess <laughs> that's, we That's really <laughs> her. Like, She'll send me like, screenshots of her text to her husband. She's like, he's trying to fight. And I'm like, no, I think he's really trying to talk. <laughs> That is literally Liz, bro. I'd be like, bro, y'all are cancers. That's I'm like, like, he said this shit. And like, she, he's like, yeah. well, maybe you should do this. And I'm like, no. Maybe he's just really trying to tell you that yeah. he just isn't and then hungry. I know she wants that response. Like, yeah, go find him. But I'm like, mm, yeah. yeah, should you? <laughs> yeah, I could see But But um, since we weren't talking as much, uh, we would always do like uh, random text messages like, oh, uh, what is it? Mental health check. How are you doing? How are you mm-hmm. feeling? What are you doing? And I then we would that. just check up on each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we would do that like, what, at least once, twice a month. Yeah, when just we to make talking. sure, like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm still here, by the way. Like, a little yeah. like reassurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, I, and I think that's what you need when you're going through, like, the hardest time of your life. Because breakups sometimes always seem like it's the end of the world. Mm. And we're just like, talking about that. Yeah, it just Guys. seems like <laughs> we're like, at a red light. We put, she was like, do you want to scream? I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. Literally at the red light, like down there, like on Ross Avenue. And we just put like loud ass music. We're like, one, two, three. And we just like yelled. Scream. And I started to just cry. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, holy fuck. Breakups make you feel like you can't breathe. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was telling her um, when I went through that last, like that last breakup that like, made me i guess you could say Mm -hmm. i I felt like i couldn't breathe Mm -hmm. i was in my room and i felt like i couldn't breathe and i felt like it was the end of the world and then my mom walks in my room she's like what's wrong i was like i can't breathe Mm -hmm. and she was just like and then i was like no she's like and i was like no she's like what are you doing Mm -hmm. and oh fuck (laughs) it's okay no, I can't look at you. <laughs> and then you just look back. Yeah. And you're just like, that's why I was crying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you grow, it, you grow stronger oh, from it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Even though it feel, I think like, like I said, my early twenties were for my fuck ups. My early twenties yeah. were for the hardest moments I had to go through in my life. And then it all leads up to this point in life where. Mm-hmm. You look back and you're like, holy shit. Like, I took a like 180 you, of you, my oh, life. Like, oh my gosh, you find yes. the reasoning of why you had to go through that breakup. Yeah, yeah. For like, sure. And the tears, like, the tears are not because necessarily because you're sad. Yeah. You're because t- you're, you're mad. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're exactly. mad that you went through that shit. Yeah. That yeah. you put up with that shit. Exactly. I wasted yeah. my time. You wasted that. my time. Yes. <laughs> like, you know, that's yeah. why you're mad. Like, that's why you cry. And I mean, we're cancers, so we cry yeah. for everything. Everything. So. <laughs> So, yeah, it's like, man, I'm pissed because I had to go through this. Mm-hmm. And I had to go through this by myself. Yeah. And I had to get through this breakup. I have nothing. I have no one. Mm-hmm. And yet, here I am. But you're over there living your life. Right. It's not sure. sadness. It's, mm-hmm. it's I'm anger. Pissed. Yeah. yeah. I am, it's, oh I'm angry. I can't put these hands on you. Yes. <laughs> and I told so, her, the thing with him, that guy, he was such, like, he was a machista. Mm. But he was so weak. Like, mm. he was just so, like... He couldn't look me in my eyes and break up with me. That's why it hurt. I like I never told her. I never got that closure because mm. I never. I, t- I kept telling him why. But sometimes like, why? you don't need it. 
then you realize yeah. you do not we need don't, it. That's we don't. We don't. I always oh thought God, we're not going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought that after a breakup, you needed closure. Mm-hmm. I always thought that you needed a reason. You wanted to almost like solidify why you weren't good enough mm-hmm. to know why on my next relationship, I will be good enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was exactly what happened to me when I dated after my daughter's dad. That relationship that I deeply sunk my teeth into that I was like I'm gonna make this work Mm. I failed with my daughter's dad I can't do this again Mm -hmm. and I really sunk my teeth into it and I really love this man and then to find out he was cheating on me with like I don't know how many girls and I think we talked about this in our red flags episode where I was like I found out he was cheating on me because men don't know how to fucking create a really like fancy password on Facebook mind you <laughs> it was like his initials and his date of birth pendejo um and reading his <laughs> reading his facebook messages of like him him meeting all these girls he was in a he was a he was a musician in a band mm. um and i don't even want to give him the gratification of naming his fucking band because ain't nobody care don't. a day yeah. in the, t- the, the fuck i'm pissed <laughs> <laughs> Like, I think about it now, and it I only get you. pissed. Yeah. It triggers me because I realized that, like, fuck you, you had a good thing, but no, right? But it made me realize that the reason I wanted that to work, because I didn't want to fail again. Mm. But failing wasn't on me, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. failing was on him. And so his failure wasn't a reflection of who I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was ultimately on him. And so it was almost like, all right, I'm learning from this. I'm learning from this. He's not my everything. So, oh my god, I'm making you cry. No, no, like oh. we're criers, so we're gonna cry. <laughs> I cry for everything now, oh. and it sucks. No, it's good. No, it's, I got broken really up good. with on Saturday. Oh, like how you said yeah. I fucked up with my previous relationship, so I'm gonna put my all to this Into new this one. one. I did, yeah. but. And then that's what, and that's then, one thing. And that's the thing is when mm-hmm. you put all your eggs in one <laughs> basket, you're like, fuck, never again. Exactly. No, and that's what I told her. Yeah. She was crying and she's like, I'm, she's like, I was so good and for what? And I was like, no, 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 that's good. Right. I was like, part. And, I, and I was like, but my mom always uh, told me, she's like, you don't give all your love because yeah. you can't. All right. Yeah. She's like, you need to leave some for yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. And then. And that's the thing. You forget yeah. that you need to love yeah. yourself yeah. in the midst of exactly. a relationship. And like I said, after that relationship that I didn't give him a reason why I broke up. Mm -hmm. I didn't tell him I saw his messages. I didn't tell him I knew he cheated on me. I didn't tell him X, Y, Z, this is why I'm leaving you. I just left him and we all parted ways. And I think that was the best decision I ever made Mm -hmm. in my life because moving forward, I knew the value of what I had in myself and I had Mm -hmm. to learn how to love myself. And even after him, I still had another failed relationship until I met my husband. Mm -hmm. And now all of that shit led up to me like, literally meeting my husband and creating what I had always wanted mm-hmm. as, as a little girl. Like you, <laughs> yeah. you don't mm-hmm. think about it, but then once you like, it all comes together, you're like, fuck, I went through all of this for this. It's fucking worth mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. It's like breaking you down to build yourself back up again. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel now in the moment that I'm in is like, I'm not putting up with any bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am my main priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My self-care, my love for myself mm-hmm. is what matters most 
more than anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anybody that comes and tries to disrupt me in my life and not disrupt me in a bad way, mm -hmm. but like you have to have the best intentions for me. Mm -hmm. What value mm -hmm. are you adding to my life right now? Because I already because have everything. I already have everything You're, that I need. What are you bringing yeah, to the exactly. table? Exactly. Because I'm not putting up with drama. I'm not putting up with toxic shit. We're not doing that here. Mm -hmm. I'm past that. I'm done with it. Mm -hmm. I'm over it. Mm -hmm. so, and I think that's what you're, I mean, maybe you're late. 20s your early 30s because you're even in your 30s you're like bitch i still got a long life to live like <laughs> even th even then you're like what the fuck am i over here like so worried about and you're like never again and i think that that's what it takes it's it like mel said you have to not have a bitter heart too mm -hmm. when you're going through this journey of yeah. self-love and loving yourself of like not and it, it, it's part of the healing process too right yeah. mm -hmm. of like being ugly and being like mean and Petty. mad and petty yeah. like, it's just part of the healing process yeah. Right? yeah but at the end of the day it's like does it really matter yeah no mm -hmm. it's how you show love for yourself mm -hmm. how you show love for the world mm -hmm. that it's all gonna come back to you somehow yeah, for sure so and that's how i see yeah. it now because i'm like what i put out in the world it needs to come back to me mm -hmm. yeah so yeah. you reap what you you mm -hmm. reap what, what you, you sow, sow. Mm -hmm. and what about you monta what advice would you have for someone who's going through the same thing you've gone through like my breakup <laughs> like what like uh, how did i mean life. you survived you're here and you're I'm telling good. your story exactly. like what advice do you have someone to give that it feels like this is just the end of the world just uh, life is okay i literally told this to my dad yesterday i was like life is just a way you need to live life finding a balance because if you think of only your negatives you're your little weigh scale is going to like go boop, and the negative is going to win over your positives. Yeah. I was like, as you're counting your loss, count your fucking dubs. At the end of the day, your dubs will always be more. Yeah. Why? You woke up this morning, one dub. You brush your teeth, dub. Like, yeah. think of like the small shit as you going forward mm -hmm. because, man, like, if you keep thinking of only the negative, you're going to subconsciously become a negative person. And that's how I fell into my depression because mm -hmm. I was like, Nothing is going right in the world. But I, hey, I forgot. I just got an A on my test. Mm, I forgot yeah. that I woke up today. Like, I forgot that there's no rain outside. So I need to, like, just, that's something that has helped me so much to take any little thing as a, a step win. forward. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because if not, then you're just at a halt because you're not thinking the good stuff. Like, I'm going through a breakup right now, and that's fine because I still woke up today and got coffee with my best friend. I still woke up yeah. today. Like, you know, like, it's okay. It's a mindset. And really exactly. Mindset. It's, like, it's, it's all in your head. It's always practicing gratitude. And that's exactly. what I preach all the time is like yeah. finding the small things that made you happy today. What made mm -hmm. me happy today? You know what? I got to sit on the couch for once and, and watch TV with my dogs. Exactly. I didn't have to do anything. It was an amazing day, you know? Like, <laughs> instead of, like, dwelling, like, man, this was such a boring-ass day. No mm -hmm. one called me. No one texted me. Because I've been there. I've been mm -hmm. that person. Like, yeah. damn, nobody fucking checks up on me. Nobody cares about <laughs> me. Love works both yeah. ways, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Angry as fuck. Right. But you have, yeah. like, I can, I can honestly say I've had that bitterness in my heart to be mm -hmm. like, all my friends are married. All my friends have kids. All my friends have somebody. They have mm -hmm. a person. Mm -hmm. I don't. Mm -hmm. And no one checks up on me. I've I've been that bitter person. You know what yeah. I mean? I've, yeah. I've been there. So yeah. instead of, I had to shift my mindset of being like, Mel, 
you're not going to get that if you keep acting like this. Exactly. Yes. Oh my I'm God. like, you have to be grateful that you even have friends. First mm-hmm. off, <laughs> you have to be grateful that you are independent on your own. You don't depend on nobody that you've mm-hmm. had. You've been dealing with this on your own for so long. That's like, something and it's to okay. be proud of. Exactly. For sure. yeah. So it's always practicing gratitude for everything. Like even through COVID, like I'm grateful for even having, you know, Instagram friends. you know like I don't get to see you you know physically but at least we can talk online Mm -hmm. I'm grateful to be able to live by my parents so I can see them every now and then you know like I'm grateful for fucking FaceTime it's just it doesn't matter like Like, little things yeah yeah it's like because we just we're so focused on the big stuff and like kind of being selfish in a way of mm-hmm. like nobody loves me nobody right. like first I, world problem girl, that's I a cancer thing for <laughs> sure i can't even tell you how many fucking pity parties i've had just be like nobody like loves me nobody wants me like but get in your head like with pamela i feel like if i look you at her one way she's like are you mad at me and I'm like, I'm not mad at you, baby. Like, nah, and you have to <laughs> remind yourself, like, the world, it's not the world against, you're not, it's not you against the world. Yeah. Like, or you, it's not the world against you. Yeah, that. Yeah. Like, yeah. you, I have Perla, and I have my other great support system. Like, it's just, I would do yeah. this all, I did, when <laughs> she was going through her breakup, that's what happened to me. Right. All my, I'm the single friend in the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, it's just like, everybody's getting married. And uh, they're my younger friends. I also have older friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, all Ooh. of them are married. <laughs> the comparison. <laughs> yeah. And it sucks. Yeah. Because in my older friend group, everybody's married. Yeah. Everybody has kids. It looks like they have it so good together. Mm. And we always make this joke. And I was like, uh, the grass is, isn't always greener on the other side. That's true. Because all my older friends are like, oh, I wish I was you. Yeah. And I was like, what? It's It's lonely. Do you know how many times a week I cry? Yes. (laughs) You always want what you don't have. Exactly. That's That's why you have to water your own grass. You have to make your own happiness, Mm -hmm. whichever way that that means. And even if it's after a breakup or a divorce or whatever it it may be, I think you have to put back into yourself what so much you give. And I think that's so hard when you are in a relationship, you want to give your all you wanted, but you also um, have to set aside how to make yourself happy. And I think that's what I learned in my marriage is that I'm not dependent on my husband to make me happy. Mm -hmm. I have to be able to find my own happiness within myself find Mm -hmm. something for myself whether it's this podcast whether it's making friends and going out to dinner Mm -hmm. where whether it's just me by myself and i'm just like sitting with this silence of like okay what does liz need what does liz want like where is liz going (laughs) (laughs) yes exactly or this fucking (laughs) vegas trip bitch like I feel like we're talking to ourselves in the future. This is so this is weird. So, we're li- okay. on the way We here. have a Vegas trip planned in May. So I'm like, bitch, if this means like this is all it's been working up to, like we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. But it's like you have to make your own happiness. Exactly. And, then, and at the end of the day, like you're going to look back and you're going to like be like, all right, all the all the failed friendships, all the people that have left my life, mm-hmm. all the people that have been replaced led up to the point of having the real ones of Mm -hmm. having these relationships that mean so much more and you don't take them for granted Mm -hmm. you work on them every single day because friendships we've talked about it they're just like relationships you pour into them just as much as you take them 
Yeah, and I think that's work. so important. And that shows from you guys. Mm-hmm. That shows 110% <laughs> from you guys. So It's real and authentic. What do you, you guys know? have <laughs> What do you guys have to say to to best friends out there that are just struggling? Like, it takes work. Yeah, it's a it relationship. Work. Communication is key. As cheesy as that sounds, you have to lay it all on the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because one little thing that you notice and I don't tell her, it's going to grow into like hate in my it heart. Festers. Like yeah. Resentment. And yes. then I have to tell her because then if I don't tell her, then I'm not going to trust her because I've. I've um, Cause you I've don't had, know what she needs if mm-hmm. she doesn't communicate it. To yeah, you. and like the thing with her is, um, I I've had toxic relationships, but not really. I had very toxic friendships. Preach. I it was like the worst. Like I mean, I feel like I've been hurt more by friends than guys. Like <laughs> friends, girl. Do we do we want to start like? Rick <laughs> dude, <laughs> damn. It triggers me because it's just like. I went through like the worst friend. Like her toxic relationship was my toxic relationship with my old. Like with a friend. She wasn't even a friend. Like she, yeah. it was bad. With an acquaintance. Yes. <laughs> so it triggers me, like thinking about it. But then I'm just like, I had to go through that to meet her. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you have to, you have to put in the work. You have to talk because then you can't trust them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's like, best friends are somebody that's obviously not. It's not forced. Right. You know, right. it's somebody you're willing to love unconditionally. So, like, you have to talk about everything. There has to be trust. Because if you can't trust them, then what's the point? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, there's no point to it. Like, we're... Yeah. There's... And understanding and being understanding, being open to understand mm-hmm. their... Whatever they're going through. Mm-hmm. Like, I know Liz can always come to me with anything. And it, it's weird because sometimes we read each other's minds. But she's the more... Uh, she's vocal. The, yeah, she's the more vocal one. So, she'll be like... I was feeling this, and I was like, "Bitch, me too." Like, yeah, <laughs> like we. I'm I, like, I'm so glad that we're like, on the same. I page. hate confrontation. Yeah, I too. hate it. But and I'm a direct person. Like, I'll tell you when I feel something. <laughs> okay, this is getting weird. Because <laughs> same, in like, your thirties, you're listening Mel. <laughs> Literally, I kid you not. Like, there's some shit that she would put up with, and yeah. I'm like, for what? Like, fuck mm-hmm. that. This is what you're gonna tell them, and this is how you're gonna say it. And then she yeah. does it, and she gets what she wants at the end. <laughs> but see, at the end of the day sometimes it's vice versa it's like i have to like have someone from the outside look in and i'm mm-hmm. like all right check me real quick like, yeah crazy she needs or? somebody to center her too and i need somebody to help yeah. me with that and then mm-hmm. everyone like, needs a cancer friend yes <laughs> literally <laughs> we're great because by now man i'll be busting oh no yeah girl, the, the, the window. The, yeah i'm a fucking emotional gangster that's what the fuck i am <laughs> Sometimes Mel's like, all right, Liz, we ain't trying to like go fight everybody. But if you need me to fight somebody, I will. Yeah. It. <laughs> it's that, that supportive friend. Okay. That's what that is. Yeah, exactly. For sure. So it just, it, it just takes a balance. And I think mm-hmm. like sometimes even like female friendships mm-hmm. become this sense of like, you have to be competitive to one another. You oh, can't really be that. friends no. or I'm like fighter. Bro. There's <laughs> I'd be, I'm like, bro, sh- no, why? Right. <laughs> but then at the end of the day, you, you'll pull back and you'll be like, you know what? She wasn't all wrong. I mean, like a bit yeah. need to be checked everyone and once in a oh, while. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like, but I still got love for you. I still oh, love yeah. you sure, and, yeah. and I respect you. And however you decide to live your life, like, Live your best life. If that's your whole life, be, live your best whole life. Yeah. I'm and she looks you. at me, fuck you. <laughs> She's like, yeah. You know what? No. I'm just, I'm We're going to go bust some ass right now. <laughs> I'm just here to support you. Like, no, yeah. That's exactly. all I'm here for. And I, I think that's at the end of the day what it all comes down to, whether you're going through a breakup, a heartache, 
I mean, anything in life, like I think having that best friend in your mm -hmm. corner, no matter what it is, you still have to mm -hmm. be understanding that everyone's going yeah. through their own journey, whichever way that is. And you guys started this podcast based on that healing, which was the same thing we started it off <laughs> as, was like, all right, bitch, I got shit to say. Like, I got feelings <laughs> that need to be expressed. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes it can't be, for us, it wasn't like YouTube. Like, bitch, I ain't trying to get cute every damn day to like, the, record a video. Oh, yeah. Sweet. We'll so, come up in like leggings and a t-shirt and just put our like, hair on. Hi. Me. <laughs> like, <laughs> Only because I got to go do, do lunch later, but whatever. Like, we dressed up for y'all. Like, we don't, we don't look like this when we record. Probably, like, the most clothes I've worn <laughs> up here. And I'm not even wearing a my adult clothes. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's never makeup on our faces. Literally. Like, I cried mine off, so. Yeah. <laughs> on the weekends, is okay. It's but, a, yeah. it's, I mean, but having the podcast and being able to talk about your feelings is the most therapeutic thing. It really oh is. God, yes. Like, we're and just licensed bouncing therapist. that off of yeah. somebody else to be like, you know what? I, I understand you. Mm -hmm. I understand where you're coming from. Or maybe I don't understand you. Can you explain that to me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, that just means, like, it's free therapy for me. Yeah, you oh, know for what sure. I, mean? so, mm -hmm. I know sometimes I'll be like, bitch, are you ready for what I got to say? And she's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and she's like, you know what? Give me like a few days, <laughs> and you gotta be understanding of that. That like, all right, this bitch ain't ready for what I gotta say. But yeah. then but there's sometimes we're like, well, should we say this for the podcast? Yeah. No, yeah. yeah like, what, what are we doing? I'll save stories just because I was like, oh, I need to tell on the podcast. Like, yeah. She wants my genuine, uh, reaction. Your genuine reaction, and that's yeah, that's sure. that makes for a good podcast. Oh, so. for sure. Um, is there anything else you guys want to add on before we? We say bye. I know you guys are on all streaming platforms or mm -hmm. where you guys, where can they reach you? Instagram, all social medias. Um, it's on uh, Instagram. It's Cafe con MNP. And we're on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And we also have like this really cool thing in our um, Instagram, on our in our link. It's like event sesh. So they can go in anon anonymously. They could just submit their stories anonymously. We also have a phone number that they can call, leave a voicemail, scream, text us, stuff like that. So yeah, check us out. Right. I love that. Yeah. I love we're what y'all are to doing. You guys express yourselves. And yes. one thing that um, before I started the podcast is I felt alone for mm -hmm. a long time for mm -hmm. no reason. Mm -hmm. And even if it's just you guys wanting to have a phone number, you guys know that you can just text and let it all out without any judgment. Um, that's what they're there for. That's we also awesome. have options. If you don't want us to reply, you just want to vent, that's fine. If you want our <laughs> opinions, that's fine. I got yeah. plenty of those. And yeah, that's really love it. That. We're here for you guys. That's the whole point. I love that. Well, thank you yes, guys so much for, for joining us. Thank you for having stories. this option for you know other people mm -hmm. to come yeah. on and share their feelings and yeah, you yeah. being sure. open to it. listening yeah. to them. Because we all need somebody. Not everybody's lucky enough to have like a Perla, Mel, yeah. and Liz, you know. So we wanted to be that for somebody that yeah. needed it. One hundred percent. Well, thank you so, for doing that. Yeah, yeah, and thank you guys for joining us. I really do hope you guys check out their podcast. Give them a follow on on Instagram and let us know what you thought about this episode. Any best friends, any relationship advice, anything that you took from this you episode. You want to fight your best friend. <laughs> <Venus whatever. laughs> or not even, you don't fight your best friend, bitch. You fight the bitches that don't know what they got to say. So True. anyways. <laughs> oh, before we I leave. Yeah. Go we ahead. just wanted to say thank you for, you know, letting us come out here and express our feelings. And um, 
y'all should be getting an email soon. We got y'all a little gift card to our favorite coffee shop. Aww. It's Leche de Café. So if y'all want to try it, it's awesome. And she's, it's we a small coffee. business. It's so good. Yeah, I it's love like her the and best her coffee. Thing. Well, yeah. thank, thank you guys you. so much for your gift. And oh, once again, thank you guys for joining us. We really do love collaborating with other podcasts. Yeah. I know we don't get to enough, but I think we're trying to change that as the things progress and mm-hmm. everything. So... Um, we would love to join you guys on your podcast. Yes, we, that was about to say, yeah. <laughs> I was like, so check them you out. guys available? <laughs> <laughs> check them out, for sure. Just women supporting women. I think for that's sure. what we're here for. And mm-hmm. if you guys have any questions, you guys want to reach out, um, our DMs, emails are always open. So I think that's all the time we have for today. So until next time, guys. Bye.